Hi, welcome to the Teachings of My Soul podcast, where I will teach you how to embrace your own healing journey. My name is Vanessa Rodriguez and I am your host. If you would like to support the channel, please follow me over at patreon.com slash the teachings of my soul or add me on Instagram at the teachings of my soul where I post pick a card readings as well as reviews from past clients whom I've helped understand their own spiritual healing journey. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe so that you are notified whenever I post a new episode. Finding the light, starting from the inside out. On today's episode, we are going to discuss what it means to be a narcissist. Hi, welcome to the Teachings of My Soul podcast. My name is Vanessa Rodriguez and I am your host. And on today's episode, we are going to break down the character of a narcissist and the signs to look for that can help you identify if you might be in a connection with a narcissist. By the end of this episode, you should have a clear understanding of what narcissistic abuse looks like, as well as what to do with all the pain that you're carrying after you left a narcissistic connection. Join me as we discover your light starting from the inside out. Again, Thanks for being here. Narcissist. So I've been feeling called to write something about this topic. I feel like there are a lot of people that like to use this term very loosely, especially the so-called victims. The victims play the most important role in narcissism. So let me first start off by telling you that narcissist and bipolar disorder are really just demonic entity attachments really demonic possession. We all get them or had them at one time in our lives or another. Some are generational, so they could be a mean spirit that has plagued our lineage for generations. Or we could have them easily attach onto us if we are low vibrational and our aura is weak, since our aura is its strongest when we are embodying self-love and acceptance, then our aura becomes a shield. When we live in the energy of guilt, shame, anger, jealousy, envy, hate, we weaken our aura, which puts holes in it so entities are then able to attach onto our chakras, or better known as your power source or vortex portals. We have several of them starting at the bottom of our tailbone, which is known as the first chakra, the root chakra, all the way up to the top of our head, our crown chakra. These are your power sources and entity attachments will attach onto them. So, for instance, do you know somebody who destroys people with their words, kind of calls people out, says the most disgusting things with no filter? They have a demonic entity attachment to their throat chakra, or even somebody that has a sex addiction. That means that they have one to their sacral chakra. The reason I consider these demonic entities, it's the same thing as somebody that's bipolar or narcissistic is because our society does not want us to know that we are a spirit and that this world is spiritual, even magical, and demonic entities do exist. They don't want you to know about your chakras either because if we learn about our chakras, then we will know how to cure ourselves. So when a demonic entity attachment attaches onto your chakra, whichever one, you will start having symptoms of demonic energy like 
if they had one to their third eye chakra, that person will have headaches all the time. Um, they will, their mind will bully them. Their mind will play tricks on them, tell them not to believe in themselves. Um, tell them that they can't do anything right. Tell them lies about other people. It will make them very depressed, short-tempered, angry. They will have sinus problems, problems with their ears, their eyesight. They may even get acne around the area of whichever chakra has an attachment to it. So when you go to the doctor, what do you tell them? You tell them your symptoms and they automatically try to prescribe you something to help. But, but meds will never work because it's not a chemical imbalance. See, the difference between medicine and drugs is medicine will cure you after you take it so that you never have to take it again. Drugs will give you withdrawals when you stop taking it. So when you take meds for it, your demon just gets, you know, it just kind of goes into dormant, uh, kind of like a sleep, but it doesn't go away. And that's only a temporary fix until you have to take the medicine again. There are ways to get rid of them, but that's a whole nother episode. But I'll touch up on that for sure, okay? So back to narcissist. So the reason narcissists come into our lives is because they come in to mirror us. So it is us, it is we, that are the true narcissists. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but think about it. When you were in your fights and arguments with your narc, did you portray narcissistic traits? Did you match their insults? Did you scream, yell, flip out, even throw things, even get physical? Even if they started the drama, what was really going on is that they were triggering your narcissism to come out so that you could recognize it and heal it. It's like you didn't even know you had these narcissistic traits until somebody came by and triggered them in you. Let me give you an example. So let's say I'm late all the time, right? This is nothing that I like to talk about. But I feel like, well, you know, people should feel grateful for my time because I really don't have to give it. When in all reality, it's a mutual exchange of energy that should be honored on both ends. So then I get a boyfriend and he's late all the time and it pisses me off. So what's happened is when I avoid working on the things in myself that need to be healed, I start to unconsciously project them out into the world and call in the very people that embody those exact traits in order for them to get me triggered. And so hopefully that I recognize it and heal it within myself. Okay, so maybe you didn't know you were a narcissist. You always thought you were a good person because it took somebody to trigger it in you. So this is where a relationship gets really rocky and somebody no longer wants to be in it. They have every right to not want to be with you. Because in this life, we don't really own anybody, even if we're married to them. For the fact that we can't take them with us when we die. We can't even take our kids with us. We can't even take our bodies. So this really is a solo journey about mastering self. So more likely, the feminine energy is trying to get out of the connection. If it's a romantic connection, I mean, you can have a narcissistic parent. But more than likely, the narcissistic couple, the person is trying to get out of the connection. And, you know, usually the feminine, they won't let them go because of their pride, their ego, and their stubbornness won't allow them to release this person. And so what happens is the person is angry and bitter. It's like the narc is making them face all their fears that they have about relationships. So the feminine is usually like, you're not going to leave me and go make somebody else happy. You owe that to me instead of thinking about their own happiness. And 
How can you really expect someone to make you happy? You can't even make yourself happy. That's crazy. So narcissists are really an angel in disguise because they come in to force you to choose yourself, to force you to purge all those traits that you have within you that you didn't even know about until someone came in and triggered that shit in you. So it's like prior to coming here to this earth, we make these contracts. This person's contract with you is meant to come in and force you to choose yourself. So the connection was never supposed to work out, but it was supposed to be a catalyst for you to step into your power and heal and rise. And so that you will never allow anybody to treat you this way again, because you know your worth, because you realize you went through a war, but it was a war within, a war with yourself. I have these ladies on Facebook all the time that get upset when I'm like, you know, the victim really is a narcissist. You know, because they end up portraying all the narcissistic traits that they deem to be narcissistic when in their arguments they're dealing with the narcissist. And these ladies, they'll say like, you, you know, um, it's just the narcissist. They were perfect person. And then, you know, they became this person. And I'm like, no, listen, you saw the red flags. You just ignored them. You had to know this person had narcissistic traits from the jump. I know because I was in a connection with one for 17 years. You know, the thing is, they don't want to see the red flags, but even more that their stubbornness, their pride and their egos is what made them stay for so many years and their addiction to the fight. So when they get out of this connection, this war they went through, they're full on narcissistic, but they're too busy pointing the finger outward instead of pointing it inward. Like, okay, maybe he wouldn't have treated me this bad had I not stayed this long. You know, this is also about knowing your worth and believing that you're worthy of all the best things life has to offer, including love. It's like this connection was forcing that person to choose themselves, to finally walk away to leave the masculine, to choose yourself and raise your standards. Like, I will not be treated this way. Yeah, but again, it was like their stubbornness, their ego, and their pride that kept them bound to this connection. It's like let go or be dragged. I consider being in a connection with the narcissist was literally a war. I survived a war, but I had to. I had to accept that I too left that connection a full-blown narcissist. These ladies online that are like, so, you know, maybe you're trying to say this. No, lady, I know what I'm trying to say. It's like I had to point the finger at me. Like what unhealed part of myself am I avoiding at this very moment that's causing me to cause drama? I have to say, though, too, having this connection was very harsh and very painful and very demeaning, but it was a catalyst to my rise. It was the greatest gift anyone could have ever given me because it cracked me open. It woke me up. It made me face all my fears I had about relationships, but more than that, it showed me how to take my pain and turn it into power, to where I healed and I let go of all of that. I freed myself. Uh, that person actually freed me. They were my biggest teacher, really, and I'm so grateful for it because I was afraid to be cheated on. I was afraid, you know, that my person would think another woman was beautiful and which would make me question my own beauty my fear of mainly being cheated on when people cheat it has nothing to do with us and everything to do with them I had to learn all of this stuff I really had to shed some heavy stubbornness in my lineage from the women because the women were very narcissistic 
It's because I had to ask myself, why am I so jealous? Like, why am I like this? Why do I feel like this? Like with my relationship, which was like 17 years long, I'm like, why am I so possessive and controlling? I don't even have any real relationships to measure this against. And then I had to look at my mom and she treats my stepdad like crap. And he does everything for her. Then I had to look at my grandma and she treated my grandpa like crap. Just like really bitter and angry. And I had to realize that we were birthing very low vibrational, bitter, angry women in my lineage that really didn't like the masculine. It's because nobody ever left the masculine in my lineage. The women would never fucking leave. Like their husbands would have babies out of wedlock, sleep with their sisters, beat them, disrespect them, and they would just shut the fuck up and try to be better. So we started birthing these low vibrational women. And this is where it took that man almost killing me multiple times for me to finally fucking leave. That's how much my pride and my ego would not let go. And I was the first woman in my lineage to leave the masculine. And that was so heavy. It was hella heavy. I freed myself. And man, that changed my whole life. When I finally let it go and healed, when I was just like, look, it's okay, you know, things sometimes aren't meant to work out, but they're meant to teach us important lessons about ourselves that we couldn't have learned otherwise. So this is all I have for this episode of Narcissists, and I will touch back up on this subject because I feel like there is a lot more that needs to be addressed. But until the meantime, this is all I have. So again, thanks for being here.